0: Evidence. I pray that you in your own personal life can see the evidence of God in His hands all over you. And you see it on these kids as they're on the stage. You see it as we as just as we go through life. God is so good to us. Here we stand. We're we're a blessed group of people with with God lavishing his goodness out on us on a on a regular basis. And um guys don't take for granted Don't take for granted that goodness. Don't take for granted His presence. Do not take for granted, because He is right there. He tells us, as He said, God's not going to leave you. Sometimes you don't feel it. Sometimes you're like, I don't know about all that. He's there. He's there. He's in the middle of it. He's in the storms. He's on the mountains. He's in the valleys. He's right there with you. This morning, I want to... It's a very simple message that we're going to uh, be looking at, and I want to just give you an opportunity maybe to to allow the Spirit of God to, to work. I said earlier, it, it's one of those opportunities to, to really change, to really maybe go back to the basics, the simple, the, the where you were. These kids, remember how simple it used to be? Remember when you were one of those kids up there on stage and you were, you were singing to the top of your lung and doing the motions and, and, and you, you said, man, I wish I could go back to that. You know, I, God is still the same. God is still the same. I want you to allow the Spirit. Let me pray over you right now. I just pray over me. I, I've, I've preached this. I've had to wear this. And I, I, want to, I want to allow this to apply, not just be a message. This isn't just a message. Pray that we allow this to, to take over us. Father God, here we sit. God, we've sang, we've reminded the evidence is everywhere, Lord. we've We've seen you work in the lives of our children, Lord. We've seen you work in our own lives. God, speak to us now, please, Lord. Please do that, Lord. In Jesus' name, Amen, Amen. I, uh, most of you, don't know what this is. This is what a scale. Most of you have one of these bathroom scales or so in your house. Uh, this past week, I was talking to the guys. We, we've started kind of walking and doing different things and. And I said, we could have a, we could have a church weigh in. And we're not having a church weigh in today. I couldn't get volunteers in the first service, so I'm not going to try it in the second service. But uh, for most of you, if you have a, a newer digital scale, some of you still have the older scales. But this one stays in our bathroom, and a lot of times it, it doesn't stay in the same spot. It bounces around a lot. Either a door, I hit it, or a kid, I hit it. And it, and it, may, it just bounces around. And the, and the crazy thing about these new digital ones is they... When they move off of their spot and when they lose what they they call calibration, okay, I look down a lot of times and I see the word cal. It's not taking my, it's not getting my weight. It's calibrating. And this morning, I, I, that's what I want us to do. Is I want us to to basically recalibrate back to center, back to where it is. Definition of calibration is to adjust precisely for a particular function. You were saved for a particular reason. And that's to bring glory and honor to God, to, to worship Him, to make much of Him, and all that you do every single day of your lives. But we all know something that we all face every day is busyness. We're all busy. Take Matthew, for example. I used him first service, I'll use him now. I mean, Matthew's only been with us now three weeks. Three weeks is like we've known him our entire life. Matthew's been here three weeks. Within, a, within two hours of being literally on staff here at the church, he got a pie in the face. He came here in vacation Bible school. He was there that afternoon. He spent the entire week of vacation Bible school with us. He's gone to mission lab. He, he went to New Orleans, spent all week at New Orleans with us. He's had a couple of pool parties. had a pool party at my house, had a pool party at Frank's house. Uh, what else has he done? He's gone through several staff meetings. He's gone to Atlanta twice. He went to Six Flags with a group, went and watched the Atlanta Braves with a group. Uh, he's done some prayer walking in our community. He He's met with a couple of the the, the uh, school leaders. He's met with the coaches up at Northside. He's met with the coaches at County High. This past Wednesday, they were on stage giving out, giving a, a report of, of how Mission Lab went, and he had to leave and go up to County High and give out, Gatorades to the band. He's been all over the place. Uh, Wednesday night they're back doing something else, and it's just constantly, constantly, constantly going. And, and you know, you you listen to all of that, and you know what that sounds like? That sounds like your life. It does. We got a lot of moving parts in our world. We got a we got a lot of things pulling us in a lot of different directions. Series wanting to make us go in other directions right now. And the other night I was I was sitting down, and I. I started writing down a few things. I jotted down a few. In this list, let me go ahead and say, it's not exhaustive. It's not complete because we're all different. We all have our different desires and passions and things we run after. But guys, we all have stuff. Think about this. And this first list is professional. I mean, Uh, NFL, the season runs from about September to January. If any of you are are NFL fans, you have your favorite team. A lot of you, especially here in Alabama, have sent a lot of people. The Crimson Tide have sent a lot of people up into the pros. So you got lots of teams to be following. Whoever your favorite guy was, maybe it's the NFL or, or major league baseball runs somewhere around March to September. Golfs year round. Any golfers in the room? Golf. A few of you, maybe. There's a couple of golfers in the room. Golf is all the time. Anytime it's not raining, hey, let's go play golf. All right. Basketball, October to June. Softball, March to May. Hockey. Not many hockey around here, but you can go to Nashville and see hockey. That's October to April. College sports. I know we got a lot of college sports around here. We got We got football, of course, we got the Crimson Tide, but you got football and baseball and basketball and softball and track and volleyball and golf and gymnastics and cheer, and and that's not all of it. I know some of you go watch gymnastics. Alabama has a good gymnastics team. They have a great softball team. They have a lot of stuff that goes on, and we plan our calendars around a lot of these events. I know we follow golf a lot. We're into our family. We like college football. We, we dabble in a little NBA. We watch a little pro football a little bit. But we, we listen and watch some of these things. Then there's, then there's uh, any hunters, any hunters in the room? Hunters, hunters, few hunters. Hunters, hands are going up. We got hunters, deer hunters and turkey. We got dove and quail and duck. All right, lots of other things you can go, possums and coons and squirrels. I didn't mention all of those, but they're out there as well, critters, rabbits. Then you got fishing, all the different fishing. We got bass fishing. Any of you got a boat to go fishing? Raise your hand. Hands, there is more hands just popped up than I've seen hands. A lot of fishing. Then Then there's all the holidays. There's all the holidays. We're getting into one of the busiest times of the holiday season. you got October, November, December. All of those holidays, we have to go to this meal and this meal. we got to be Thanksgiving at Grandma's house, and we got to go open presents at this house, and we got to go see what the kids got at this house. And it's all over the place in their school schedules. There's football and baseball. I'm talking our high school and our elementaries and our middle schools. You got football and baseball and basketball and softball and track and soccer and band and cheer and dance and wrestling and golf and volleyball and tennis and, and probably a lot of stuff that I don't even know about. Then you've got the class trips, you know? Then you've got the science projects. Then you got the events. you got, you got PTAs and quarterback clubs and all of these different things. And then there's vacations. Anybody like a good vacation ever so often? We like a good vacation. I mean, we go. We enjoy these things. And, and here's the deal. Some of you are thinking, well, you didn't mention mine. I mean, oh, I didn't didn't mention sewing and knitting and scrapbooking and, and, and redoing furniture. Any woodworkers out there? Maybe a few woodworkers. I mean, anytime we get a gap in time, we like to go do our stuff. We like vacations. We go to Disney, mountains and cruises. We like to go out west, beach and the lake. Then there's campers. Any campers in here? A few campers. Yep, hands popping up all over the place. We like hiking and kayaking and climbing and running and cycling and motorcycle and four-wheeler and dirt bike and boating and skiing and tubing and fishing. And again, there's lots of stuff. And and some of you are like, well, is he going to mention mine? I may not. Uh, We got our social groups. You know, think about all your groups that you run with. We got our social groups, our weekend groups, our school friends, our work friends. Your car pickup line, your class group, your, your, your school group, that group that you run with, your travel ball team, your football team, your cheer team, your band team, and all of that stuff. Think about our band camps that are going on. Band camp right now, if you're in band, you realize it is, a, it is like a full-time job that I don't guess you're getting paid for, right? I mean, they're like, no, you're not getting paid for. It. But it's all the time. It's it is running their lives right now for the next week or so. And you know what we've not even mentioned yet? Family. Oh, yeah, the family. We got all of our family. We got our spouses. We got our husband, our wife, our kids, our parents. We got all the stuff that goes on inside of our home, our kids, our spouse. What about yard work? The yard work. We got our housework, the chores, the projects. You know, clothes uh, clothes just keep building up. You know, you wash them. Here's the deal with clothes. You wash them, You fold them, you dry them, you fold them, and you put them up, and somehow they all get dirty again. Have y'all noticed that around our house? Sometimes they just kind of fall out of the sky. Wendy's like, they're just falling out of the sky from upstairs to downstairs. It's nonstop in the ironing and the pressing and the waxing and the sweeping and the mopping and all of this stuff. And there's television, and there's cell phones, and there's internet, and there's video games. The list goes on and, on and on and on and on and on and on and on. And you know what I haven't even mentioned yet? Church. Rob told you earlier. He's like he's like vacation Bible school. Vacation Bible school end. He looked at a whole group of his workers and said, "Hey, let's do a children's camp." And they were like, Woohoo! Yay! Yay! Yay!" Rob, we love you. And there's all these activities we do around church. And and I'll. I'll I unapologetically say, look, we throw as thick a calendar out as school does. We don't pay attention to the school calendars. We're going to throw ours out too because everybody isn't a part of the school. Everybody isn't a part of the the football and everybody isn't a part. Our church calendar is really, really, really thick. Guys, if we're honest with ourselves, we're pulled. If you were to take a little bitty wire of all the things that are pulling us and and start tugging, we would have hundreds of of cords
1: pulling at us all the time.
0: All the time, there's something pulling at us. And all of those pulls, all of those tugs, are pulling us in different directions. It seems like every time we catch one carrot, there's another one pops up. And and, and, and it's easy to get off center Don't listen to what I'm saying. What's the Lord saying to you this morning? It's easy to get off center. Sometimes you you need to recalibrate. You need to readjust. You need to adjust precisely for a particular function. Let me ask you as a Christian. Are you functioning properly as a follower of Jesus Christ? I can't answer that for you.
1: You know, all those
0: bumps, all those bumps, all those things that are pulling us, all those activities, guys, it pulls us in different directions and gets us off of where we know we ought to be. Following Christ, walking in obedience to Christ. He saves you for a particular purpose and that purpose is to bring him honor and glory and to make much of him your life your life's goal <laughs> Your life's goal is to make much of King Jesus and you say well yeah I thought I was supposed to be a I just thought I was going to be a put your occupation in there No you were saved to bring honor and glory to the king You were saved to make much of him And it's all this other stuff that sometimes draws us away from our intended purpose. To be calibrated is to get back so that everything lines up. For this scale to do what it's intended to do, it has to be calibrated or that number is going to be wrong. For us to do exactly what God desires us to do, we got to stay in the center of His will for our lives or the results are going to be wrong. And it starts sometimes. It, starts, it can start in so many different ways. It, it was so innocent. And it didn't seem like that big of a deal, but before long... If we're not careful, one of those things down that long list can absolutely take over our lives and become God of our lives and take a place that it should not take. It's not bad. It's just not best. It's not what we were intended for. A lot of times if we're not careful what we do, I... We wake up with good intentions. Lord, I thank you for a good night's sleep and I thank you for a good day. And Lord, I look forward to what you're going to do this day. And unintentionally, we say, I'll see you tonight. But what about the next 12, 16 hours before we lay back on the, sh- put our head back on the pillow and say, Lord, I thank you for this day. I thank you for taking care of us and blessing us and all that. What about all the time in between to where we basically ran things?
1: Cruise control. We just
0: did it. You know, there's not a kid on this stage. There's not a kid on this stage up here. They, they, from where we are to where they are, there's a lot of us who honestly thought that was foolish, what they were doing dancing in church what where did that when did that start where where did it go from oh it's sweet to watch them they're so precious to oh i would never where
1: did it happen
0: where did it where did we go away from hey look i'll do whatever god you want me to do lord if you want me to act a fool in front of a bunch of folks lord i'll act a fool Lord, I'll do whatever. Where did it happen? See, we didn't wake up one day. These kids over the next 5, 10, 20, 30, 40 years, there's nowhere that they're going to a light switch. A moment is going to happen to where they say, you know what, that is foolish to dance like that in front of a group of people. It's going to be gradual. It's going to be a gradual shift, a gradual drift, a gradual pulling, and all these other ways that seem so much more important and before long. To do something
1: so innocent and so pure and so precious and humble and honest is bad.
0: Go with me. Luke. Calibrate. Come back to center. Look at your life. Look at your heart. Last week we were in Luke 10. We continue in Luke 10 this morning. Last week a lawyer came up and tested Christ Jesus, who is my neighbor. Jesus, through the parable of the Good Samaritan, taught him not so much to be asking who is my neighbor, but rather who can I be a neighbor to? Who can I go serve? Who can I go love? Who can I go live and be your hands and your feet to? The transition just below that, you get to chapter uh, look at verse 38, same chapter. Chapter 10, verse 38, a conversation. He he's, he's enters the city and a very familiar passage again takes place. In verse 38 it says, Now as they were traveling along, he entered a village, and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. You know this sermon. Not an unfamiliar sermon. And some of you are thinking, here we go again. Preacher's going to hit me. Martha, Martha. And he's going to talk about all my distractions. And he's going to talk about how I need, to, I need to be doing what Mary needs to be doing. I'm not. I'm just going to read the Word of God. She had a sister, verse 39, called Mary, who was seated at the Lord's feet listening to his words. But Martha was distracted with all her preparations. And she came up to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to do all the serving alone? Then tell her to help me. Wow, how Martha changes so quickly from hey, come in and be my welcome guest. You want some, you want some coffee and you want some cake? Can I, can I get you something too? Hey, Jesus. Put her to work. I'm doing everything around here. Went from others
1: to me. Just like that. When we allow
0: ourselves to get away from sinner, to, to, to miss the mark, to fall away Guys, our words get mean. Our heart gets mean. Our attitude gets so selfish. We don't even see our neighbor anymore. We don't even see people around us anymore. We see see others sitting while we're working. We see I'm doing everything and they're doing nothing. and, And woe is me. That's what Martha's doing. Same little sweet Martha that you saw at the very beginning. Come on in, Jesus. Wow, I want to be like Martha. Martha's, Martha's got issues.
1: Jesus, but the Lord answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you're so worried and bothered about so many things. Church, how many strings are pulling you? Not saying they're bad. But you have a particular
0: function. You have a particular purpose that you were made for, that you were saved for, that you were woken up and given those breaths of life
1: for. And so often we let
0: the bothers and the cares and the concerns and the worries of of all of this Useless stuff. And you say, Brother Shannon, why do you say it's useless? Notice what Jesus says. Guys, we can can elevate things to a position of importance that, yes, it's the world system, but where's Christ in any of it? I'm being honest. Where's Christ in any of it? Well, well, I have my career, I have my job, I have my, my desires, I have my my passions, I have my the things that I enjoy doing, that's my thing. Well, well, where is Jesus in your thing? Well, he's really not there. I, I just kind of I give him my church. I, I'm here today. I'm here today. I pray in the morning. I pray before mealtime. I pray in the morning and at mealtime. Praise God. What about the four to five hour gap in between? That's how slippery it can be. for All of us. I remember many, 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 many years ago at the bank. I've told this story. the a reason I can remember it. I used to be at the bank and I, I had lots of positions in the bank. My last one was I managed the bank. Several branches I managed and I would get there and I was even pastoring a church, pastoring a church, managing a bank, two two avenues, and I would get to the bank and I was busy. I was busy about my day. I was I was like Martha busy. I'd go to the bathroom finally around two or three, and I would get there and I'm standing in front. I and mean, I know it sounds crazy. I got bathroom scales here, so it's all cool. I'm standing at the urinal and it was like it was using the bathroom and it was like. God spoke to me. It it was never audible, but it was regular.
1: Hey you, I'm here.
0: Hey you, I'm here. And as, as sickening a feeling as I could possibly have would come over me and I was just broken there and I'd be sorry, God. A lot of loans were written this morning. A lot of phone calls were made this morning. A lot of decisions were made today. A lot of interactions with people back and forth in and out of the branch a lot of business decisions were made and i did them all without you i just did them on cruise control you were there the whole time the evidence of you was always there but i i just sort of took it in my own strength and did my own thing and you know, it's kind of like, hey God, I, I'll, I'll call you when I need you. Hey, when I get sick, I'll give you a ring. Or when, when something gets out of my control, I'll give you a ring. That's how slippery the slope is. And before long, we're far away from center. Before long, those little bumps and those little days and those little things and those little seemingly innocent things, Choices that we make in life pull us further and further and further away from the God who saved our
1: souls. Because Jesus tells Martha, verse 42,
0: But only one thing is necessary. He says, But the Lord answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and bothered about so many things, but only one is necessary for Mary has chosen the good part which shall not be taken away from her. Notice context. Scripture says that Mary was seated. Verse 39, she had a sister called Mary who was seated at the Lord's feet listening to His Word and Martha was about her busyness. What Martha was doing was not bad. It wasn't best. What Martha was doing was not a bad thing. It just wasn't where she
1: ought to be. Guys,
0: if it's pulling us away from Christ, it, Jesus says, they're either for me or against me. He who's not for me is against me. A little leaven leavens the whole lump. You little little bit of leaven in a lump of dough in the entire lump of dough becomes useless, a little bit of sin enters in. Jesus says only one thing is necessary, and Mary is is doing
1: it. What's God saying to you? Same sermon you've heard before. What did he say this time? Are you Mary at the feet? Praise God. Are you Martha running ragged?
0: Are you Martha with a with an angry tongue and even come to Jesus? And Jesus, look, I'm, I'm doing everything. Get all these other people up and, and get them doing something. See, when we get away from where we are ought to be, when we get away from... When we get away from these kids, these kids, we walked them in, and every one of them, we said, hey, go sit down left front. Yes, sir. Hey, kids, we need y'all on stage. Yes, sir. Kids, when the music sings, I want you to act like an idiot and sing and dance and do all this stuff in front of the world. Yes, sir.
1: Kids, you're finished. Go to the gym. Yes, sir. Yes, I'll do what I'm told.
0: Yes, I'll walk in obedience. Yes, I'm listening. Where do you want me to stand? Where do you want me to sit? When do you want me to work? How do you want me to do? I will do. What do you want me to say? What are the motions? Teach me. Show me. Give me information. Lord, I'm yours. When did it? Where did it? I'm telling you, it goes when we start, hey, I got this.
1: I can do this on my own only one thing's necessary surrender recalibration calibrate repent draw back to center come back
0: to what we were saved for you have listen to this you have but one purpose for being saved And that is to bring honor and glory to King Jesus, period. And so what you do is you look at that and everything, every one of this long list that is not, you you don't see Jesus at the lake, you don't see Jesus at the ball game, you don't see Jesus from from. 6 o'clock or 6.05 when you say your morning prayers to 10.45 when you say your night-night prayers. If Jesus ain't in any of that, then we have to ask ourselves a question.
1: And we have to repent.
0: I, I say nothing but words. The Spirit of God convicts. And when the Spirit of God convicts, we don't continue. Application is we begin to allow Him to take over. What was salvation? We break it down into simple VBS forms. Admit, believe, confess. Admit Jesus is a sinner. Admit we're sinners. Guys, we never stop admitting. We never stop confessing. We never stop crying out for. We never stop begging, sitting at his feet, saying, Where do I stand? Where do I go sit? What do I go do? What have you wanna tell me? How do you want me to live? I'm listening. Do you want me to stand here? I'm listening. Do you want me to go over there? I'll go over there. Lord, I'm over here. Now what do you want me to do? Lord, I'm I'm, I'm here now. What do you want me to do? You want me to dance? Then we're gonna think I'm funny, but but Lord, I'll do whatever. And Jesus looks at that person and says that person is doing the right thing.
1: Father God in heaven God help us. You have to transform us.
0: You have to make us into who you desire us to be. God don't leave us running. Don't leave us drifting. Don't leave us chasing. Don't let us chase useless, fleeting, useless things, God. We were saved to glorify Your great name. We were saved to magnify You. We have been brought into Your family to glorify, to praise, to worship, to to lift up, to make much of You. And that's not just in a room on a Sunday morning. That's all through our lives. God, we're listening. We've heard you. God, we can't do this on our own. Forgive us. Lord, create in us cleanness, Lord. Renew that steadfast spirit. Draw us back to our first love. Draw us back to sinner. Draw us back to God. And we'll give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I want us to all stand this morning. Sing these songs as we listen to these lyrics.